live long and prosper. Bad feeling about this. So say we all. This is going to get pretty interesting. Define interesting. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die? Only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. Well, welcome to another show, or a uh, little vignette of a show, I guess, right, Kevin? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we haven't got a name yet, do we? Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't call this anything. I actually thought about that when we were dialoguing earlier. That what are we going to call this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's such a, it's a mashup between uh, you know a little bit about who we are and uh, and where we're headed with it. My name's Scott Hertzog, by the way, from the Sci Fi Diner podcast, and and I'm Kevin Batchelder from Tuning Into Sci Fi TV. Yeah, and about uh, how many other podcasts you have going? Oh yeah, a mess more, but we'll we'll stick to the focus of what this one's about. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, <clears throat> what, what was this about a month ago? We began to dialogue about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a few weeks at least, two or three, four weeks. And so, uh, what we began to talk about was, wouldn't it be kind of cool to challenge each other to watch shows that we never watched in our life? Um, but maybe have wanted to watch along the way and uh, and see where and see where it takes us and uh, we bounced a ton of different ideas around but um, that's kind of the gist of it am, am I right Kevin is that the way we kind of view this thing yeah yeah exactly I mean I'm you know listening to you and, and miles all the time and and talking about the shows you're watching and we do the same thing and and uh, but there's always shows on the list to watch so I thought you know it might be kind of fun to do a little cross podcast challenge here and get each other watching some shows and talking about it. Yeah, so this is kind of a joint effort between the, uh, I guess, the Sci-Fi Diner and tuning into Sci-Fi TV. And we're probably going to bring Miles on it sometime. He just, uh, we're kind of doing this kind of, hey, let's do it now. And so not a lot of warning for Miles to bring him <laughs> in on it. But that's all right. So, yeah, no, it's the same way here. I'm sure uh, my co-host Brent or Wendy might want to jump in on one of these two. Oh, that would be, that would be fun. A little bit more coordination than just the two of us, but that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. we're kind of seat of the pants. That's how we're doing this one today. <laughs> exactly. Now you're watching a Canadian show right now that I heard you guys talking about. Um, uh, it's a something girl. Is that right? Yeah, Lost Girl. Lost Girl. Tell me about that one. That's one I haven't heard of. That's one that I probably should put on my list sometime. Yeah, this is a Canadian production uh, in its first season, just finishing up on a 13 episode run on uh, Showcase. I think is the channel it's airing on there, and um, it's it, it's uh, it kind of start out as a, a just, if you will, kind of a fun show. The lead character, uh, believe it or not, is a succubus. Um, uh, and uh, she's uh, finding out about her power and, and uh, the world that exists there. They have It's called the Fae, F-A-E. Then there are you know, basically light Fae and dark Fae, you know, the good guys and the bad guys. And she's kind of in the middle and ends up kind of learning about that world. And we get through the course of the series to see some other characters that exist uh, in that world. And she takes on some jobs as a... Uh, bit of a private investigator since she's kind of uh, independent of the two sides and she deals with both humans and the fae and she's got to 
cool cast of characters, friends, and a uh, roommate who help out. It's a it's a fun show that's really developed into into quite a good one after uh, the first uh, eight or nine or ten episodes now, and it's already been renewed for a second season. Well, then that's good for that. That may be one that I need to end up. And I heard about that listening to you guys chat about it on uh, Tuning to Sci-Fi. But very cool. Well, well, the shows that we have chosen for our first round to challenge each other, and I think one of our goals is eventually to allow you guys, the listeners, to kind of participate and share your voice into what shows that we may eventually watch. But with all for the first one, we're going to start off with some shorter season shows that um, – we maybe haven't watched, or maybe have a little bit of interest in watching, and in kind of dialogue here in this first episode about some of our first, imp- some of our initial impressions, our maybe our our assumptions about the show, and then allow those assumptions to be broken and build upon, or whatever that happens. And and so that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we're headed with this show today. Yeah, it's a case, uh, you know. Like I said, the idea just occurred to us, so we're kind of going to jump in a little blind here. We did want to very much have you folks uh, give us some thoughts, maybe let us uh, narrow our list down. But we wanted to kind of, we figured, let's just stumble into the first one first, get off the ground, and then start getting feedback from the listeners. So not only can you guys give us your impressions of what to watch, but also participate along with us. Yeah. Well, what is, uh, before we actually give the shows that we've decided on here, what are some of the shows that are on that list eventually so that listeners can kind of begin to harass us about watching those shows eventually? <laughs> sure. I mean, I've got uh, a lot of the stuff that is on my list. I'm very much a TV junkie for anyone who knows me, so I've watched a lot of shows already. Um, but there was a period uh, back, especially late 90s, early 2000s, when I was uh, – working full-time and going to school and had just had my second daughter, so I missed a lot of shows there that I want to go back to. So uh, I've got some stuff in there like uh, uh, Odyssey 5, American Gothic, uh, True Calling, Roswell, uh, some U.K. shows like uh, Apparitions, Life on Mars, uh, things that I know I would really would like to see, even things like uh, Forever Night and Wonderfalls. I mean, these are shows I've heard some very good things about but just haven't got a time yet to go back and watch them. Yeah, yeah, and some of the shows on my list are, uh, believe it or not, Buffy, which of course we've dialogued about before. But I, you know, I, it's not that I have not watched any Buffy. It's just that I have not really, I've not really watched Buffy. I've probably seen about five or six episodes in totality, and um, sporadically throughout the years. And so Buffy's one, I definitely is on my list to see. Angel is obviously spinoff, but I'm interested. Well, probably because of uh, the main actor in that one. What, David, how do you say his last name? Uh, Boreanaz. Yeah, Boreanaz. And a huge fan of him on Bones, because my mm-hmm. wife and I watch Bones together. And so and when I, the times I've seen him in, in Buffy have been kind of like, ooh, I know who that is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then um, Legend of the Seeker, which I have watched the first two episodes, absolutely love, and then got ADD and started watching something else. Uh, And Supernatural, uh, a show that I've not seen any episodes of, but had the pleasure of interviewing Christopher Heyerdahl, who uh, spoke highly of the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, of course, played Alastair, Alastair in that show, but... And um, and then I haven't. I've actually missed a lot of Star Trek. Uh, those of you who listen to our regular show know that I'm going through uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, and um, have not watched Voyager, DS9, or Enterprise. And um, so those are some shows I want to watch. And Andromeda's on my list. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, some of those after uh, TNG, the other Star Treks, uh, I probably should list those too. I've only sampled a few of each of those and never really given all of those a full watch either. So I should put those on my uh, long-term list. It's kind of in the back of my mind too. Yeah, you also had uh, some X Files spinoffs. You had the. Uh would you have um, Lone Gunman was on your list? Yeah, Lone Lone Gunman. I mean, I loved a big X Files fan, but I never watched the full Lone Gunman either. I only caught like one of those episodes and just never made the time to go back to it. Yeah, and uh, and Harsh Realm, another short relived uh, show. Yeah, you know? yeah, that Millennium uh, uh, too. There's some you know some of the grittier stuff there that again I've only sampled little bits of, and uh, you know if I could get that uh, 28 hour day maybe I could get back to yeah, all the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well Millennium was one show that I totally enjoyed I love the guy that played uh, Frank, Frank Black it was phenomenal love his work yeah yeah, he's very uh, charismatic there on screen. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's what, the shows that we have decided to uh, to watch? Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, the name of yours and uh, why you're choosing to watch this show? Yeah, the first one I'm going to start with is one that's been on my list for forever, and that is Dark Angel, uh, starring Jessica Alba. Back, I think, I think it started around '99 or 2000, but also James Cameron was the uh, producer on this one, uh, a futuristic story, uh, a group, uh, I think, of, uh, shall we say, under uh, underground rebels a bit. Uh, Jessica Alba was a, uh, I don't know what you call it, an engineered person, if you will, or something. I, I, I only knew little remnants, knew I definitely wanted to watch it and constantly see it listed by folks, you know, when they're listing their top shows, sci-fi shows of all time. This one usually gets somewhere in that list, so... Uh, uh, I'm a guy who buys very few DVD sets. You know, I'm a big Netflix junkie. But this one I really wanted to make sure I watched, so I forked over some money. The DVD sets are staring at me on my shelf, uh, but I have not started yet. So I figured this would be a perfect one to, to do. Uh, let Scott kind of keep me honest and get started there. And they're kind of begging you. Know, if you shell money out for him, it kind of begs for you to watch. And yeah, I just I figured that would be the way to force myself that uh, that's you a motivator. Money for it. Yeah, that's a motivator for it. Well, now, has Cameron done a ton of other TV shows? I mean, I can't. I'm trying to think off Thomas Shet. I head don't here. think so. I think this was his uh, his only foray, if I'm not mistaken, into TV. So I'm very mm-hmm. curious. You know, to see uh, if I can see some influences. And now, being almost ten years old, I'm sure some parts might look dated, but. But I'm very curious to see. I mean, I mean, he's put out a lot of decent stuff. I mean, when you look at obviously Avatar, but then you know he's kind of responsible for the Terminator the franchise. Yeah, Terminator Two is mean, something, and and even going back visually to uh, the Abyss and some other stuff. Oh so yeah, this absolutely, absolutely. I actually saw a movie of his recently, or one that he's associated with that I absolutely hated. That was Galaxy of Terror. Um, hmm. Have you ever seen that? Seen, no, no, I don't think I've seen that one. It's like a B. It's like a 1981 B movie, and he's associated on the credits, and uh, it's really poorly done. But I, uh-huh. I, but I had to, but I, but I, I wanted to watch it because I saw he was attached to it. I said, "Well, James Cameron, right? How how bad can it be?" <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that great. But hey, if you want to watch it, watch it sometime. But that's, that's it. Well, I actually, I, I actually kind of made a snap decision with the show that I'm choosing to watch based on really your recommendation, Kevin. Is really your fault because I am not, I had not heard about this show till you had kind of mentioned on a list of shows you thought I might want to watch and. uh and that show is Charlie Jade. And I think the reason that I have not heard anything about this show, number one, it's not a U.S. show. Um, where, what country did this show air at originally? This actually was a co-production, believe it or not, between Canada and South Africa. So it aired up in Canada uh, initially, and it's got some U.K. rights associated with it as well. 
Oh, so some of my, so some of my Canadian listeners will actually say, "Hey, yeah, oh yeah, yeah." They it. they will likely any Canadian listeners will probably say, "Yeah, we remember that way back in 2005 or so." <laughs> yeah, so not a real recent show, but not uh, a little bit newer than Dark Angel then. Yeah, so so my uh, my understanding of the show, I have very few. Um, in fact, I know very little about the show except that you recommended it. Uh, you gave me a little teaser for me to listen to audio, and then I actually went out and sought. Uh, the episodes out online and just watched about the first five minutes of the first episode. And that's my parallel realities. So there's, there's a little bit of that in there and that's about all that I know. So I'm, yeah. I, I'm going in totally blind and there's this guy named Charlie Jade. <laughs> and the only thing yeah. I know is that the other side sends a watermelon back <laughs> say, 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 saying our balls are bigger than yours. That's it. <laughs> well, you've kind of, uh, uh, I appreciate your your willingness to to go out on the ledge here because this this is a show that is not high profile, but I think uh, for any sci-fi fan who wants to say they've experienced uh, different kinds of sci-fi, this is the kind of show you definitely want to watch. It's it's pretty unique in that it's very cinematic. The, the musical score is really something. The the backgrounds, the visuals you'll see, and and the story is it's a hybrid. It's it's sci-fi, as you said. There are some parallel. Universes involved here and, and some sci-fi elements, but there's also a big detective type story woven through the 20 episodes. It's a single season. It's a complete story. Uh, it's not an actiony series. This is not edge of your seat, uh, shoot 'em ups. This is very cerebral in terms of, uh, letting the story develop and, and trying to solve the mystery of what's going on. So it's, it, it's really well worth the effort to, to get your hands on it. All right. Well, I, I did notice that just in the few minutes I watched it that it's very, um, it is very uh, visually different than a lot of the shows I watched. So. Yeah, it's it's. Almost, I've heard a lot of people describe it as a novel for television. You really, like I say, the backgrounds, the the visuals are part of the story, which you don't often see in television today, since things tend to be very you know explodey and <laughs> actiony. Yeah. So uh, so so, how hard is it for you, Kevin, not to give me any spoilers here? <laughs> <laughs> well, since we did a uh, Charlie Jade podcast, another one of my podcast with uh, myself and Summer Brooks and uh, R.A. Porter, and we actually had the showrunner for Charlie Jade, uh, Robert Wertheimer, come on for us at the very end. We spent over two hours interviewing and talking to him and hearing about his ideas for season two, so I could I could go for hours on Charlie Jade. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, so that's kind of where we're at, and I think that what we want to do is invite you. I know we're just kind of spring this on you guys that are listening to us, but we're just really, uh, if you guys would... Have not watched these shows, Dark Angel or Charlie Jade, and you want to kind of join us now. Charlie Jade is going to be a bit difficult to find in the U.S., right, Kevin? Yeah, there is not a Region One DVD release. It's uh, it's only Region Two from Amazon.co.uk, but it's very inexpensive. So, if you're someone with a multi-region DVD player, or I know many Blu-ray players will will actually play the Charlie Jade discs because, believe it or not, even though they're sold in Region Two, the discs themselves are Region Free. So it's just the PAL format that makes them not playable on U.S. DVD players. But many Blu-ray players, I put it in, it runs fine on. Oh, so so if you, I, I know that you cannot get these, you cannot get these discs through Netflix. No. Yeah. No, I unfortunately did, not. Because I did check that out. So if you guys, there are some places to uh, watch it online. However, you kind of discouraged that. Why was that, Kevin? Well, 
the only reason, as I said a little earlier, this the show is so cinematic. The music, the score, the visuals are, are so much a, a part of the story that, unfortunately, as we all know, sometimes many of the online options, uh, the quality of that stuff sometimes suffers. So uh, if that's your only way to get at it, then I still say it's worth it. But you are missing a, a good part of the uh, experience if you're not actually watching this on your nice big TV set with some nice sound quality, too. Right, right. So there are ways to watch it, but again... If you can get a hold of this, that's probably the way to go. But we'd encourage you listeners, if you want to join us, if you haven't watched either Dark Angel or, or um, oh, I just thought, uh, Jade, Jade, Christopher Jade, right? Charlie Jade. Charlie Jade. I don't know why I was saying Christopher Jade, but Char- <laughs> Charlie Jade. Uh, and you guys want to watch us with, want to watch these shows with us, we would love to have you kind of join us. We're looking at doing a few episodes a week, and we aren't exactly sure when we're going to touch base again as far as probably every few shows or we'll comment. We'll have, we'll have some posts in the forums. I know tuning into sci-fi TV will have a spot in the forum. At least it's a plan. And, uh, we'll have some dialogue going there about the shows that we're watching. And if you have watched the shows and, uh, you know, walk, walk alongside of us and give us your thoughts, maybe challenge us to look for things that maybe we didn't see. Try not to give us spoilers though. But. Yeah. We do want to stay. Do want to stay spoiler free so we can enjoy it as it happens. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but we would have, but if we if we talk about an episode and you want to point something out we missed, we would certainly love you to, uh, you know, give clarification to some point or uh, mm-hmm. or so on. So I don't know. I don't have a lot. Uh, I don't. I don't have a lot more here. Uh, anything else that we should talk about here that I'm missing? No, we're just uh, bigger. You know, two sci-fi geeks. We're going to have some fun, and you're all invited to to join us. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you can think of a name for what we're doing, let us know because right yeah. now we're just kind of like right now it's just a joint effort that we're just going to. I know that for us, it'll, this will air in the um, it, this will be uh, a part of the uh, our our feed, and uh, I'm assuming that this will end up in your feed. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to get it on there too to keep both audiences up to pay, up to date. So, well, that's about it. And I guess uh, we'll we're going to start this. Um, you're sending me copies of the DVDs this week, so I might start later this week, and we'll we'll have to talk about when. When do you want to? When do you want to get together and talk about this again? Uh, Should we uh, talk about it here? Or? Pro- well, uh, maybe next week, uh, the week after. It's going to depend how quickly we can. Uh, you know, U.S. Mail helps us out with my loaner set off to you. Well, um, yeah, and so. get, getting started. So you know, it's probably going to be close to a week before we're able to get started. Right. I would say so, I would say two weeks from now we probably can do something. Yeah, That'd yeah. Work. Before we get to Christmas, we can at least uh, both been off the ground and see what we got so far. Yeah, you know, watch the pilot, get a couple episodes under our belt. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thank you for joining us and listening to us uh, jabber about these t- two shows that we haven't watched. We're going to be watching and uh, keep us accountable. We'll be saying, "Hey, did you start that yet?" You know, be <laughs> right. after us. So, yes, exactly. That's where our listeners. Are- are not bashful, so <laughs> yeah, and, if, you, if you haven't heard enough from either of us, you'll let us know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kevin, where can they find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV? Uh, over at our website at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. And I assume there'll be links to the forums there as well? Yep, right at the top of the page is the link over to the forums, and, and there'll be a thread there. For the time being, I guess we're just going to call it the... A viewing challenge or something, but yeah. you guys give us better, give us a better name, and we'll we'll call it that. <laughs> right, right. And uh, you can find the the uh, Sci-Fi Diner podcast at Sci-Fi Diner Podcast dot com, and you and I'll put a post up there that you're certainly welcome to dialogue, you know, in the comment section of that. But really, a lot of our discussions happens happen on the Facebook fan page for the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, which is Facebook facebook dot com backslash Sci-Fi Diner podcast, I think, or something like that. So, and there's links off of the website for that. Well, uh, I guess until next time, thanks for joining us. 
And uh, Kevin, yeah, take will, care, everybody. Yeah, we'll catch. <laughs>